Psalm 111, beginning at verse 1. What we hear now is God's word. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Here we in the reading of God's holy word. Well, it is Thanksgiving Day, and we are gathered today in the house of our God. It is right, it is fitting, it is proper for us to come into God's presence to thank Him for all the blessings that He has provided for us. Now, we recognize that every day uh, we should be thankful, but it's easy for us to get so busy with our lives or distracted with our lives, we forget to give God thanks. So it's appropriate that today, in a, in a particular way, in a special way, we focus on all the blessings God has given to us and thank Him for those. We look today at Psalm 111, and children, this is a special type of psalm. This is a psalm that we call an acrostic. An acrostic psalm is when every line of the psalm begins with a different letter of the alphabet in order. It's as if the first line begins with the letter A and the second line B and the third line C. Of course, it's in Hebrew, not English, but it, we don't see it that way in English, but in the Hebrew, it follows the order of the alphabet. It's as if the psalmist wants to say, we can give God praise, we can give God thanks from A to Z for all the things that he has given to us. And in fact, kids, I would encourage you, this afternoon maybe, if you have some spare time, maybe you could take your name and you could write your name on a piece of paper. And, and for every <clears throat> letter of your name, you could think of something you are thankful for. That's a wonderful way to, to thank God for all the gifts he has given to us. Now, we're not going to use all the letters of the alphabet this morning, not all 26 letters. We're going to use just a few of those letters, uh, the letters of the word thanks. And uh, we have that printed on the back of our bulletin today, the letters of the word thanks. Um, this morning, just six reasons for us to give thanks to God. The letter T. Well, kids, it's Thanksgiving Day, so today the letter T stands for turkey. We are thankful for turkey. We are thankful 
for the food God has provided us. Every day, God gives us something to eat. Look at verse 5 of our text. He provides food for those who fear him. Now, maybe, maybe dad goes to work and makes the money to buy the food. Maybe mom goes to the grocery store to buy the food and she makes it for us. But ultimately, the food that we have comes from God. He's the one that gives us our jobs. He's the one that gives us stocked shelves at the grocery store. He's the one who we thank for the food he has given to us today, on this day, and every day he provides for us. As we think about this past year, I don't think it's the case any of us have gone hungry for a lack of food available. We may have chosen to go hungry for other reasons, but not for a lack of food. God provides for us in abundance. I know that uh, after church this morning, we're going to go home and there will be a table that will be laden with uh, turkey and mashed potatoes and uh, stuffing and uh, green bean casserole and sweet potatoes and all of these things. Food in abundance. And there'll be plenty. There'll be leftovers for tomorrow and the next day as well. God gives us an abundance of provision and God gives us a variety of food to eat. Uh, we don't have to have the same thing every day. Kids, every day you don't have to eat beans and rice. Now, beans and rice are good. I love beans and rice. But if you have them every day, it gets kind of boring after a while. This morning, when you got up, um, you perhaps had a choice of what cereal you wanted today. Maybe you wanted to have Cheerios, or you could have Fruit Loops. You have a choice in that. Uh, maybe for, for lunch on Saturday, you'll have a choice. You can make a peanut butter sandwich, or you can make a bologna sandwich. Not the same thing, you got a choice. And perhaps for supper, you could have a hot dog, or you could have mac and cheese. Um, God gives us a variety, a variety of foods to eat. And it's so easy for us to take that for granted, just to assume the food will always be there. But every day, God gives us abundance. Every day, he gives us variety. And particularly on this Thanksgiving day, we give God thanks for turkey, for the food he provides for us. The H of the word thanks. We give God thanks for the hands of God. For the hands of God. Look at verse 2. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. Go to verse 7. The works of his hands are faithful and just. We give God thanks for the hands of God and particularly for the works of his hands. When we think of the works of God's hands, we think, first of all, of the work of creation. God is the God who created everything. All that we see around us created in the space of six days. Our God did that. And we thank him that it demonstrates his power and his majesty. We can look up at the sky, we can see the stars and the expanse of the heavens. And that speaks of the work of God's hands. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands, the psalmist says. The works of God's hands are marvelous. They are expansive. They are incredible. God creates the expanse of the heavens. 
He creates the, the intricacy of creation around us. The different types of plants that we have, all different kinds of flowers and different kinds of trees. He creates the different animals. He creates the cows. He creates the hogs. He creates cats and dogs and goldfish and all of these things. The power of the hands of God. The diversity with which He created things. And we praise Him, we thank Him for the creation of man. God crowned His creation by making man in His own image. Man is not simply one more type of animal. Man is a distinct, unique creation of our God, which He, which he has reflect something of His glory as we are created in the image of God. We praise God for the works of His hands, the work of creation, the work of providence. The hands of God are those hands which uphold all that he has made. God doesn't simply uh, make things and then cast them off and say, well, I hope that all works well. But God continues to care for that which he has made. He cares for you. He cares about your concerns. He cares about those things that keep you awake at night. He cares about those things which you pour out to him in prayer. Our God is a providential God. His hands uphold all that he has made. He cares about his creation. And he rules his creation. God rules in such a way that all things work out as they are supposed to. God works his ways out in history. He's in control. We praise Him. We thank Him for His hands, for the work of His hands in providence, ruling all things and bringing them to their appointed end. We give God thanks for Turkey. We give God thanks for His hands, the hands of God and the works of His hands. A. We give God thanks for authority. Authority and particularly the authority of His holy word. Look at the last half of verse 7. All His precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. God's precepts are trustworthy. His word can be relied upon. God's word is reliable, it is trustworthy, it does not change. The word of God that we read today is just as true and just as relevant for us as it was when our country began, as it was when it was written. God's word can be trusted, an authoritative word, a reliable word, a true word. We want to thank God for all He has given to us. We want to thank Him not only with our mouths, but with our lives. Well, how do we do that? His Word tells us how we should live. We can turn to the law of God as that rule of gratitude. We might show Him our thanksgiving. They are to be performed with faithfulness, with uprightness. God has shown us how we should live. We thank Him for the authority of His Holy Word. We give God thanks for Turkey. 
We are thankful for the hands of God. We are thankful for the authority of God's Word. And for the letter N, we are thankful for a nation. A nation. Now we have to explain that just a little bit. Let's look at verse 6. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. Go back to verse 1. I will give thanks to you, uh, thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Now, we are certainly thankful for the nation in which we live, but when the scriptures talk about a nation, in the Old Testament, that nation was the nation of Israel. Today, the nation of God is the church. The nation of God is the church. So kids, if you're taking notes, and your sermon notebooks are on the outline, you might write the word nation, and behind that, write the word church. God's chosen people. This is his holy nation. And we are thankful for the church. We are thankful for this church. This church in which God has placed us. We are thankful that for the last year, God has once again allowed us to hear his word proclaimed from the pulpit. Um, he has not been silent, but Lord's Day after Lord's Day, morning and evening, the word of God has been open and the gospel has been declared. We give thanks for the ministry of the word that God provides for us. We give thanks for the sacraments, those sacraments which God used to strengthen us in our walk with him. In this past year, we have seen a number of baptisms. We give God thanks for that as it reminds us of God's covenant promises made to the child and to us as well. We give thanks for the Lord's Supper as the Lord allows us to, to be strengthened by the very body and blood of Christ, ceremonially portrayed before us, sacramentally there. We give thanks for the means of grace to encourage and strengthen us in our faith. We give thanks for the office bearers in the church. We are thankful for the men whom God has called to be elders in our congregation. We are so thankful for the wisdom he has provided them as they do all they can to seek to bring glory to God and, and to lead us well. We give thanks for the diaconate, for those men whom God has given a particular compassion, a particular heart of mercy, the mercy of Christ, as they minister among us. We give thanks for the office bearers God has provided. We give thanks for the fellowship of members in the church, and we give thanks for new members. Uh, there are people who are here at this Thanksgiving who were not here last Thanksgiving. We give God thanks for growth in the church. He gets all the glory and praise for that, but he continues to grow our local congregation, and we praise him for that. Oh, we thank God for all who give of themselves to serve in the church. The various ministries, the various Bible studies, the various activities that go on, um, God has, has given his people a desire to serve, a heart to serve. We give him thanks for that. We give God thanks for his nation, the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank God for Turkey. We thank God for his hands. We thank God for authority, for his nation, the church. And for the K, 
for the K, we thank God for kin. K-I-N. Now, that's a bit of a stretch, I realize. Uh, but kin means family. I suspect the psalmist stretched a bit, too, to make his psalm work. We give thanks for kin, for the family God has given to us. We give thanks for our children. Again, we think of the past year, children born in our families. We are so thankful for that. We give thanks for our children and, and for the opportunity God gives us, the obligation God gives us to train them, to teach them His ways. And, and even when our children are willful and are disobedient, they remind us of our relationship with our Father in heaven, how often we are willful and disobedient, don't do the things He, he, he asks us to do, and yet God is merciful and He is gracious. We give thanks for our family. For our children, we give thanks for our parents. Children, you can be thankful God has given you your parents, your particular parents. He hasn't put you in somebody else's family. He has put you in your family. And kids, especially if your parents have, have brought you to church this morning, you should thank them for that. That's an expression of how much they love you. They would take you to God's house to with his people, you're part of God's people, give him thanks for who he is and for what he does. We give God's thanks for our spouses. Husbands, have you thanked your wives today that they married you, that of all the other people out there, they have chosen to marry you. We should be thankful for that. Wives, have you, have you thanked for hu your husbands as they, as they seek by God's grace to be the loving heads of the household. We are thankful for the spouses God has given to us. We're thankful for kin, for family, because it reminds us of God's covenant. It is often through family that God chooses to work His ways. We go to verse 5. He remembers His covenant forever. Verse 9. He has commanded His covenant forever. God's sure covenant to us to our children and the generations that follow. It is such a blessing as we gather for worship today to see in some families three and four generations who are here worshiping together. That's a testimony to God's faithfulness. He makes promises to us and to our children we give thanks for family, for kin, because it reminds us that God is a God, not only of us, but of our children, our grandchildren, and our great-grandchildren. Oh, we have so much to be thankful for. We thank God for Turkey. We thank Him for His hands. We thank Him for authority. We thank Him for kin. And we thank God, finally, we thank God for salvation. That's the S of the word thanks. Verse 4. He has caused His wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. We thank God for His grace. We thank God for His mercy. We thank Him. He doesn't treat us like we deserve. He doesn't give us what we have earned. But God is gracious and God is merciful and God is compassionate. And He has chosen to save His people. 
from verse 9. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. He sent redemption. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to redeem a fallen people, to do what we could not do. We could not pay the debt for our sins. God would send his own son to do that, to accomplish salvation. Not simply to make salvation possible, not simply to give us an offer of salvation, but he came to accomplish that which we could not. He came to redeem a fallen people. Complete redemption, full redemption. That's what we give God thanks for today. And that God continues to complete that work in the lives of his people. So today, once again, on this Thanksgiving Day, we call out, if you do not know this Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is the day for thanks. Turn to him. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot offer enough. We cannot redeem ourselves. But Christ has done everything necessary. Put your faith in him. That becomes the basis of our thanksgiving because of what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. The world will meet together today. They will, they will talk about thanks, but they won't know the real reason. We give thanks because of the work of our God, that work of salvation where he has redeemed us from sin and from death and from hell. We give God for the glorious gift of salvation. It's Thanksgiving Day. It's a day we focus on the blessings God has given, all the blessings He has given from A to Z. We thank Him for turkey, for the food He provides daily. We thank Him for His hands and the works of His hands in creation and in providence. We thank Him for the authority of his holy word, a word that endures forever. We thank him for his nation, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, this particular church. We thank him for kin, for our family. We thank you that he's a God to us and to our children and the generations that come after us. And we thank him mostly for the glorious gift of salvation. I encourage you, uh, spend some time today uh, reflecting on all the gifts God has given and thanking Him for His blessings from A to Z. Let's join together in prayer. Lord our God, we have so much to be thankful for, for You are so gracious to us. You provide for us abundantly. And we recognize, O oh God, that today words simply fail us to adequately express the gratitude that we have. Thank you for your holy word, a, a word that gives uh, voice to the feelings of our hearts as we seek to praise you, to give thanks to you with our whole heart in the company of the upright in your congregation. Oh Lord God, accept our thanks, accept our praise today, for you are great, you are glorious, you are merciful and gracious. You are the God of our redemption. Hear our prayer, O oh God, for Jesus' sake. Amen.